Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Just finished with Warren Wren. He's the CEO at Golden Minerals. Uh, they have projects done in Mexico and also in the US. Uh, we catch up on Rodeo. It's now in production. They've got to optimize that and get that performing the way that they want. Turn out for your life of mine, not too long, but they're looking to extend that. And then that money goes towards the uh, next project, Valodania, which is much bigger, maybe, hopefully, 20 million contribution over a 10 year period. We shall see. Lots of other exploration stories to talk about too. So if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversations, topics discussed, the company itself, and of course, Warren, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. We've got training courses. We've got summaries of all the interviews that we've done to save you some time, because we know you are busy. But most excitingly of all, there's a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe environment free from all that judgment, trolling and abuse you may see elsewhere. And if that sounds appealing to you, and I hope it does, go and join them. Cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. There's a bit of a waiting list at the moment because we've been slightly inundated, but we will get there and it's definitely worth the wait. Warren, how are you, sir? I'm well, Matthew. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, you know, I've still got a smile on my face because actually what people don't realize before this, Warren and I were talking about llamas. <laughs> and alpacas. And alpacas. It's the I think it's the alpacas we quite like, isn't it? Yeah, they're the, they're the cuter of the two. <laughs> big, big, tall, fluffy sheep. Um, right. Okay. We better talk, we better talk about mining. Okay. Um, that, that's what we came here for. Um, we saw you back uh, mid February. It's been three months. Want to know what you've been getting up to because you were about to press the button and start uh, producing. So how? How did the first quarter go? Yeah, we're, we're very pleased with the first quarter at Rodeo, uh, Matthew. It, it, it turned out just about right on our expectation. You know, we produced uh, you know, the ounces of gold that we had planned. Uh, we broke even on the project level, which was the plan, paying for the upgrades to the mill and the startup costs. Um, and we're, we're set to uh, you know, going into quarter two, um, to increase production, which we have done in April. Uh, we're already now above our target uh, production on a daily rate. We had targeted 450 tons per day after we had the new mill installed. And we're, we're milling about 500 uh, or a little bit more than 500 tons per day, which will mean that we'll exceed target uh, here shortly. Um, and we're looking in uh, Q2 to be making money. Um, as a company, will break even, but the project uh, pays for all the other company costs uh, in Q2. Right. Let's, let's remind people because you got to set this up because it's a kind of um, it's like a like a series of chess moves that you've you've gone with. Okay, so we've got Rodeo is the project we're talking about now. Mills up and running is producing, but it's got a short life of mine. But it throws off enough cash to contribute towards getting Valadini, which is a much bigger project. It's got a PEA on it, we'll talk about it in a second, yeah, in, in, into production. So uh, that's, and there are multiple other assets, which we'll talk about, and exploration, which we'll talk about. But so let, let's, 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 let's get on to, uh, let's deal with Rodeo, the short life of mine. Are you seeing anything at the moment, or are you gonna be doing anything at the moment which is going to extend that life of mine and therefore the cash flow? Yeah, no, great, great question. No, we're, we're doing the exploration drilling near pit um, in, in the obvious altered area to see 
um, you know, what the extent of this high-grade material is, mostly to the north of the current pit. Um, now we've had some, some success. Uh, we'll continue drilling. We haven't released any results yet. Uh, we'll probably get that out here within the next month or so. Um, the drilling's a little bit slow. It's hard rock uh, and, and uh, consumes bits pretty quickly. Uh, but we, we know that. We knew that going into, into the process. Um, so now I'm very optimistic that we can extend the life. And the question is how long, how much more uh, life of mine can we put on this resource? You know, right now we're looking at about a two and a half year life with the current resource. And um, you know, I'd ideally like to double that. We'll see if we can do it. Uh, so the, the drill's turning, you know, it looks, looks very positive to me, very optimistic about the results. Um, and obviously you know, when you have a mine that, that throws off money like this one does, uh, the high grade open pit style, you know, it's ideal for the company to extend it to the extent possible. Right. Okay. So you're looking at, from memory, I think it's like twelve to 14,000 ounces a year. Is that, is that the number we're aiming for? Yeah, that's the number. That's our, our guidance for this year is between 12,000 and 14,000 gold ounces. And that's about what we'll do for the second year and half of the third uh, at present. And so the, you know, the, the goal is to extend that, obviously. Right. And I guess if you're talking about extensions, you know, from two and a half years to maybe five years, I, I appreciate it's a maybe until you work out you yeah. know, how you do that. Um, would, would your expectation or realistic expectation be that the margin will um, reduce, like the cost of getting that gold will increase over the, the second or the extension period? Um, at, at present, we haven't moved the, the, the either the cutoff grade or the cost profile looks like it will continue to be about the same. This, the, the waste to ore ratio doesn't uh, markedly uh, increase because we're looking at just that mere surface portion. Uh, so I think we'll stay under two to one waste to ore, uh, which is you no know, very favorable ratio. And we'll keep that grade uh, at uh, three grams plus uh, gold to the mill. So I don't expect the cost profile to increase much at all. So I would expect that any increase that we have, unless it gets a lot deeper, would be very similar to what we're proposing here for the what we're doing now and what we'll continue to do for the first uh, two and a half. Okay, the, the, the reason I ask is because obviously Rodeo is the kind of gateway, the gateway here because with the cash it throws off, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a business in itself. You, you wouldn't, you, you're not talking to the market and saying, trust us, we've got Rodeo. It's the gateway to the cash to unleash the potential at Valardania. So we better just remind people of what, what Valardania is, which obviously that both these um, assets are in Mexico. So Valardania's got a PEA. Do you want to remind us of some of the headline numbers there before I talk about it? Yeah, yeah. So we put out a PEA last year um, and, and uh, the, the change is an update on the previous PEA. And it uh, was based on putting into um, place a biooxidation facility to increase the gold recovery. Um, that all looks very good. We're continuing with it. But the, the you know, the, the, resource that this is based on is about uh, 1.3 million tons uh, measured and indicated. And this is narrow vein mining at a grade of about five grams per ton gold and about uh, 300 uh, grams per ton silver with about a percent each of lead and zinc. So that, that combination of, of resources is very attractive in an underground uh, narrow vein setting given today's metals prices. So the, the PEA showed um, you know, at a very low assumed price for gold and silver of, I think it was $1,300 per ounce of gold and $16 per ounce of silver. And obviously we're much higher than that now. 
but it showed a uh, you know, 100 million-ish, uh, 90 million NPV on the project uh, over a 10-year life. And now, basically, given today's prices, that's doubled, if you will. So if you work it out, use the sensitivities, now you have a $200 million project over the 10-year life. So basically, it throws off about 20 million a year, more or less, in uh, net proceeds. So that's a very attractive long-term project for the company, as opposed to, as you mentioned, Rodeo is fairly short mine life at present. Um, now, if we extend it, it, it could be you know, another uh, sort of um, you know, uh, masthead type project for the company. But right now it's, it's, as you mentioned, Matthew, it's the money to get Bellardania into production and to get our other exploration projects continued to move forward. Right. So, again, I've, I've used the analogy of, of chess moves here. So, uh, Rodeo to Valadena. Valadena throwing up potentially at today's prices, you know, 200, circa 200 million uh, bucks, 20 million a year. Now I'm interested in what do you do with it? You know, where, where, where do I as a shareholder benefit, right? You know, where's the growth coming from and, you know, how to use that capital? I get that you're not going to be saying to the market, hey, I need to raise some money. I'm going to dilute you. You're not going to do that. But I need to see some growth story to this too. So where's that come from? Yeah, exactly. So without without growth, obviously, it's it's of limited interest. Interesting, but not super interesting. And so we're focused on exploration in Mexico um, at the Yokivo district that we've released results on earlier this year, for example, um, and also in northern Argentina. Uh, where we have a partnership with Barrick, who's looking for a monster gold deposit. Uh, so that's a great way to expand our reach and, and increase the odds of success. We also have some exploration projects of our own that we're moving forward in, in Argentina, high sulfidation uh, gold projects in a, a copper porphyry district, um, also in Salta. Uh, but you know the, the near-term um, prize is Yokivo, it's a district scale, high grade gold silver vein system where we had some excellent results up to an ounce per ton of gold and almost two kilos per ton of silver in one of the early holes um, in a new vein that just hasn't been explored. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that. That's gonna be very interesting. We'll get that going here in June, I believe, um, another phase of drilling. Um, and we're keeping, uh, you know, we're still moving forward on other projects that we have in the pipeline. In Nevada, for example, we've got a position um, in the low sulfidation um, gold belt uh, in northwestern Nevada. And uh, we'll continue to move that forward. It's a longer term type project. But all of these projects I'm talking about now have the sort of um, you know, overall scale that are company makers. So. What we're doing is we're, we're setting ourselves up for success and, and making good on the properties that we already have in the portfolio, keeping an eye open for more, obviously. But that's, that's the series of moves that we're talking about. Okay, right. So with Rodeo fun, funding the um, Valhardania, um, getting into production. I mean, well, actually, give us an update on the bioxidation um, task process that you're going through because you, you need to be able to produce gold to be able to uh, I spend money on exploration to find these company makers. So how's that going? Yeah, so Bellardania is about you know, half the value is in silver and about half is in gold at that project. They're about equally weighted. Uh, we've had trouble with the gold recovery and payable. We get some of the gold value, 
the way we've done it before, but only about uh, 25%, 25 to 30%. To get 90% of the gold value, which is about what you ever get, uh, we need this biooxidation process, which artificially oxidizes the concentrate that we produce and then allows us to cyanide leach that with very good recoveries. So we're doing, a, a, this is the third series of tests. We have two very successful tests on the biox already. Um, so I'm very confident that it works well as planned. And this third series of tests is what's required to get the engineering design you know, for the capacities of the tanks that we're gonna use to build the biooxidation facility itself. And that's, uh, you know, we're just, we're doing those studies in South Africa. We expect to be able to have the design criteria, um, you know, worked out completely by um, Q4 uh, with a construction, a series of construction blueprints, basically, uh, for early next year. So that's the process we're going through. We're also doing some um, optimization of the flotation separation um, to make sure we get the gold in the right place for this all to work uh, perfectly. Now we know how to do it the way we're doing it before, and it does throw off you know, pretty decent money at today's uh, metals prices, but now, now we're looking at the best way to do it, and that's using this bioxidation uh, technology. So what's the, what's the optimization you're looking for? I mean, I I know you, you're telling me it works, but is it at working to 80% and you're looking to get it to 90% or I mean, how far away are you from what you want? So the, the, the test work that we did uh, with the, the Biox um, to date showed 90% recoveries of gold uh, from the oxidized um, pyrite, arsenic pyrite concentrate. Now the optimization I'm talking about is how to separate the gold and silver into the three concentrates that we're producing. So you get most of the gold into the pyrite, arsenopyrite concentrate, because that's the best payable once you have the bioxidation circuit working. Uh, the silver reports with the lead, the zinc, you just get out of the way and you make a bit of operating uh, cash flow from that. Just, you know, it reduces your cost overall. Uh, but the real prize is, you know, the silver in the, in the lead concentrate and the gold in the pyrite, arsenopyrite concentrate. So how well you do that is your optimization process. Right, okay. And how are you, you for cash at the moment? No, we're good. Uh, we reported uh, 8 million in the bank at the end of Q1. Um, and um, we will be uh, even as a company. So we expect that balance more or less to be the same at the end of Q2. And from there we build um, cash as a company. And then, so depending on when we start spending some of the development money on Velardania, you know, that cash burn is later in the year. So we're, we're projecting uh, building cash uh, through 2021, uh, and then we'll spend some of that on the Velardania development story. Right, so that, there's, that you need to have a, a level of certainty before you, you do that. So you clearly exactly. at a point where you think, we, we can do some things, but not all the things. So what's the kind of big moment that you're looking for from these tests in South Africa to be able to go, now we can spend the money? The real money. Yes, we're looking for a detail on the capital costs for the bioxidation plant. That's the big item from that. Um, you know, we had estimated at six million um, uh, costs are going up. Now we need a real number uh, at the size we need to to have, which is about fifty tons per day in the um, bioxidation facility. So I, no, I expect that number to increase somewhat, but it'll be still less than ten million. So between six and 10, but I need the exact number, obviously, to be able to plan. 
The other thing we're looking at beyond that is, you know, are we um, able to control the dilution in the underground mining process to the extent that we're predicting? So we're doing a series of mining tests this summer and into the fall that will show that. So as a part of the, the decision process to move forward with Velardania, there's two things. You know, the bio-oxidation facility, get that detailed, know the cost, know how what the timing is to build it. Um, three things, actually. The flotation optimization I was talking about. And then can, do we control the mining dilution using the residue mining technique that we, we're planning to use? Um, and do we get those diluted grades that we're expecting? Because that was the other major um, headwind that we had in, and you always have this in the narrow underground, underground vein deposit, uh, you need to be able to control your dilution at the mining pits, and that's key. So we'll show that, prove that, uh, and once we've uh, gotten that proof, you know, internally accepted, you know, board of directors level and management, then we'll make the decision to turn it on. Right. Um, so you, you've got a bit of cash. You're going to be positive cash flowing, probably, probably Q2, and be building up cash position for the rest of the year. The yeah. PEA, you're doing some feasibility st level study work at the moment. It's a really low capex in terms of the mine startup and so forth. So does that mean that you can make these decisions off the back of the feasibility study in terms of like, uh, you know, funding and getting into production? Or do you need to work your way through the, you know, some kind of definitive uh, feasibility study too? No, we don't. We, we won't have to do a more definitive feasibility study. Bear in mind that we have the development of the mine already in place. We own the mining equipment. We've got the plants already built. So we're really only talking about a fairly small, relatively small capital investment compared to the money it throws off. So we'll do this based on the uh, pre-fees, the fees, internal work that we're doing. And you know, we really should have enough money to fund this ourselves um, based on the Rodeo cash flow. Right. That's that plan right now going forward. Okay. So and and so production when everything goes to plan production when um, late late Q four um, and could be sooner potentially but I'm saying you know November something like that is 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 probably when we'd start production based on the silver lead and zinc it takes a year to build the biox circuit so we would stockpile the the pirate arsenic pirate concentrate and then process that starting in probably so let me, let me be clear so you would start the mine up at the end of this year you've got to build the biox uh plant um yep. so when would you be throwing off actual gold therefore cash um, well the cash comes out even based on the silver lead zinc production okay and uh, in, in our analysis and that starts and that starts this year right so okay so we're making cash um, and it's it's about half of the cash flow stream. Let's okay. Say. Uh, on on current plan, we we stockpile the pyrite, arsenic pyrite, and then we're able to to process that faster because we have a big stockpile of it. Once the biox facility is built in 2022, so that would start up in let's say late 2022, um, or certainly by 2023 with the full scale cash flow from the project. So it's stepwise. Um, so round numbers, you know, it could throw off 10 million a year uh, in the, the silver lead zinc um, uh, concentrate sales with an additional 10 million a year once the, the gold uh, starts to come out of the project. 
right. Yeah, okay, so that gives like the sense of the cash flow. In the meanwhile, Rodeo is doing its thing too. Um, and, and yeah, bear in mind, Rodeo makes 10, 10 to 12 million a year um, on its own. Right? Okay, so, so 2023 could be interesting. Okay, um, cool. What, with regards to just, just not, I get the expiration with, we talked about El Quevar, uh, El Quevar and uh, your Kivo there, but you've got a few other projects. Are you tempted to monetize those in some way or will you be allocating expiration uh, to that? I really like to do the first stage of drilling on these projects uh, to, to get the value that is potentially there you know, more, more described. Right? So if you have a couple of good holes or start the resource, obviously you have a much better chance of getting a monetization that you want. Or at that point, you can make a decision whether it's a scale that we can move forward ourselves or bring in a partner and, and get a much better deal. So we'll do the initial phase of drilling, uh, at least on these projects, uh, see what it looks like, and then and then move forward from that point of view. Um, and and I have no intent to monetize any of these other projects before we get to that next stage. Okay, okay, Warren, um, I appreciate the update. Um, Stone touch, obviously, I want to see what happens in Q two with regards to Rodeo. Really interesting, but it sounds like you've also got a lot going on um, uh, with Valadenia too. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will uh, follow you closely. As they say. I'll follow you with interest. I think that's what they say, isn't it? Thanks for your time today. No, it's, it's great. And uh, good luck on that alpaca buying expedition that you're going on. Two. So meanwhile, there's, two. Yeah. there's the thing. Yeah. Folks, anyone yeah. listening to us, you need to buy two alpacas. They, they get lonely. Yeah, they do. I have to have two. But meanwhile, we'll be producing gold and let's uh, let's keep in touch and we'll get an update here after Q2. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.